I'm Pete Roper, and this is the Skinhead Bunker 4. had a good Christmas. I'm still stuck down this fucking bunker. Uh, feeling a bit nervous, actually. Been uh, looking at the old listening figures for the for this little fucking mad podcast crap that I'm doing down here. And it's getting a bit out of control. Seems to be a load of people listening to me. I mean, are you fucking mad or what? But it's making me a little bit nervous. It's, there's actually people listening to me. So I've got to be a little bit careful. Yeah, bollocks to that. Anyway... Let's get into some music, shall we? So, it's 2016, 2016. 20 years since the start of a certain band. A band that changed my life. So, I'm going to be totally self-absorbed and I'm going to play a couple. A couple of my favourite ones. Um, 2016, is it going to be the year that Retaliator actually... Do a gig? Maybe? Hopefully, I hope so. I really do. I honestly do. I really do want to get us together again, get up on a stage somewhere, 
and do it again. I really do. Maybe, maybe record something as well. We've got some songs written that have been sitting by, so why not? I'd really love to do it, and I do hope it happens. I hope this is the year that we come back and we do something. Anyway, with that in mind, cop for this. <laughs> Is that what you reckon? Is that what you think? Is that what you reckon? Is that what you think? Who told you that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what you reckon? Fuck off. 
Bollocks! You think you know everything. Fuck's sake. I love Ram with a talking clock. Sitting over there with fuck all hell.
So who'd be up for it? Who'd be there if Retaliated did another gig this year? Do you reckon you'd be up for it? Well, let us know then. Let us know that the interest is still out there and it will help to galvanise us and spur us and get together and make it happen. Anyway, time for a bit of Scar. Um, this next band, don't really know a lot about them, to be honest. I've I got an album of theirs, I don't know, must be 30 years ago. And I like it. It's good stuff. Um, Blues Busters, soon you'll be gone. <laughs> song that it's uh it just goes to show that not all scar is boring jazzy crap some of it's quite nice um so anyway on to our skinhead reggae track i'm gonna uh, i can't remember if it was the first one or the second one i played splashdown and said at the time that it just about edges it crystallite's version of um, Splashdown just about edges it over the same tune Kingstonians doing The Sufferer so I'm going to play that now because again I think it's top draw skinhead reggae 
and see what you think. I, I, it's hard to say, really. There's nothing in it, but I love them both. Have this. <laughs> takes us into my two slot, my two track special feature slot and this week I'm featuring a band that to me is a bit of an enigma Um, they didn't do a lot that I liked but what I did like is just insanely good I mean two of of my favourite all time 
tracks, you know, punk or whatever, don't matter. Two of my favourite all-time tracks. So I'm going to play them back-to-back because they deserve me to shut the fuck up and let the music play. So um, this is The Ruts, starting off with Staring at the Rude Boys. Anxiety. 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 Anxi
So we all got through New Year's Eve uh, safely. There was no, as far as I'm aware, no no major terrorist incidents around Europe, other than the fact that um, Munich, I think it was, came to a complete grinding halt because the terrorist threat there was so high. But what made me chuckle was uh, New Year's Day, they make the announcement um, that they're standing it all down, there's no immediate imminent terrorist threat. Yeah, right. Like you ain't got that for the rest of your life forever and ever and ever. Fucking hell. Ah, oh, what a fucking time we're living in, eh? Living cloud fucking cuckoo land. Land. We we are all all under constant terrorist threat thanks to their open door fucking multicultural nightmare that they've created and it ain't ever going away and every time these operations happen every time they have to shut down a part of a city in a european you know country it costs you and me the taxpayer fucking millions we're paying for this shit you know so fucking wake up to yourself no imminent threat my fucking ass now in in the last podcast um 
the next slot has been, up until now, it's been the glam rock slot where I play a, a couple of my favourite glam tunes. And I did sort of hint that this was probably going to drift towards being a general rock slot where I can slot in a little bit of metal and a bit of this and a bit of that. Um, but things have happened over Christmas and we all know and we're all gutted uh, at the passing of Lemmy. I mean, the man is just a musical god, really, and, and I've got nothing but respect for the bloke. What he achieved with his life, the music, he, you know, Motorhead. I mean, come on, can you imagine life without Motorhead? How different would that be? Uh, such a one-off band. There's there's not been anything like them before, and there probably never will be again. Nobody's going to get close to being Motorhead. You know, it's, it's left a... Oh, it's just left such a fucking hole. But I suppose somebody living his lifestyle was never going to live to be a really old man. It's a fucking miracle he got to 70, really. But anyway, out of my respect to Lemmy, and, and you know, respect to all you lot that are grieving and feeling bad, we've you know, we've lost some good ones this year. So anyway, this one goes out to Lemmy and, and Motorhead fans everywhere. <laughs>
second track there was uh, obviously Rose Tattoo with Scarred for Life, one of my favourite Rose Tattoo tracks. Uh, I, I'm definitely going to play more Rose Tattoo. I can't believe it's taken to the fourth one to play a track. I love Rose Tattoo. Uh, just a, a great um, seminal Australian rock band, and they are they're so they're so Australian in their sound. Uh, I, I love them. Great band, great band. Um, anyway. On to the random track slot where I play stuff that's a little bit out of the box and that ain't really fitting in with everything else. Mind you, the whole show's getting a little bit like that. It's getting very obscure and, you know, playing all kinds of stuff. But, you know, so what? What's the point of being one-dimensional? You know, I like all kinds of music and so I'm going to play that. I, I'm, I'm st- it's still loosely connected to the skinhead scene. I mean, it's like Motorhead. How many skinheads don't like Motorhead. Well, I suppose most most of those closed-minded fucking so-called scarlet, you know, the lefties that don't even fucking like Oi, let alone Motorhead. Um, but anyway, this next artist I'm going to play in the random slot, again, has sort of become, um, I'm not saying he's sort of become peripheral to the skinhead scene or the punk scene, but it seems that most, these days, most skinheads and a lot of punks give him the, you know, they nod their at. And I think, well, he's, again, he's a one-off. Or he was a one-off. And an enigma, a little bit like Lemmy in a way. He was he was a true rebel and he lived life the way he wanted to live. And this is one of my all-time favourite songs by the man Johnny Cash with... Folsom Prison Blues. I hear the train a-coming It's rolling around the bend And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom Prison And time keeps dragging on But that train keeps rolling on down to San Antonio When I was just a baby My mama told me, son Always be a good boy Don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno Just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing I hang my head and cry There's rich folks eating in a fancy dining car They're probably drinking coffee and smoking big cigars Well, I know I had it coming I know I can't be free But those people keep them moving And that's what tortures me
from this prison if that railroad train was mine. I bet I'd move it on a little farther down the line, far from Folsom Prison. That's where I want to stay. And I'd let that lonesome whistle blow my blues away. Right, time for a bit of oi. And as I said um, in the last one, I'm going to try and look forward rather than back a little bit more often than I have been on these podcasts so far. Um, in the last one, um, I played Queensbury Rules. Um, so I'm going to play a couple more more modern oi bands, although one of them has now called it a day, um, sadly. A great band. Um, and I'm going to start this one with Skimful, um, with Love It or Leave It, and then that's going to run straight into No Quarters, King of the Chat Room. So enjoy and and patronise, you know, new bands that are, are coming out because they deserve, you know, you give them a listen. Uh, they're surprisingly good, and and they're they're all um, doing their best. They're out there doing it. They're taking all the shit and they're doing it. And they're producing some bloody good music. So have a listen, enjoy. First off, Skimful. Take, take, take it now 
takes us into what has been, till now, the mod slot, where I play one track. Um, I think I only started this in the last one, but I'm going to keep it going, but it's not just going to be the mod slot. It's going to be the mod slash um, soul whatever slot, (laughs) where I I just play, you know, loosely related to the mod scene, I suppose, um... And I can play a little bit of soul. I, I, I'm not a big soul fan, but I, I do like quite a bit of soul. Um, so I'm going to play some of it. And it won't be a whole lot of Northern, because that's not really my thing. Uh, I'm more into the stacks type stuff. But but anyway, um, going back to Mod Slot, Secret Affair. <laughs>
saw Secret Affair uh, quite a few years ago now where um, Gary Bushell did a St. George's Day bash um, at a Market Tavern. Was it the Market Tavern? Um, a- anyway, um, The Rejects played it and Neville Staples played it and Secret Affair were on the bill. And me and my mates, we were, we were sort of a bit dreading seeing Secret Affair after so many years. What were they going to be like, you know? So you sort of fear the worst, uh, you know, a bunch of dads coming on and trying to recreate that sort of uh, passionate um, sound. But I tell you what, they were superb. They they came on and fucking took took me and my mates by surprise and probably everyone else too because, you know, they, they brought the house down. It, they, they were superb that night. Anyway, um, this next band... I never actually saw them play live. I went to see them at Hammersmith Pally once, and just me and one mate. And as we got there, there was a, a big loads of skinheads outside, all sort of together in a group. And we sort of went over to the skinheads and and got the general gist of what was going on. And what was going on was uh, apparently this was the specials had requested this that no skinheads that didn't have tickets already bought were getting in. They weren't paying on the door. So uh, there was an ever-growing group of skinheads outside on the pavement, all a bit peeved. And that meant we weren't getting to see the specials that night. But um, one of the, I say skinheads, um, it wasn't at that time, but uh, one one of the blokes on the pavement with all the skinheads was Suggsy from Madness. And... um, yeah, really nice down to earth bloke. Anyway, cut a long story short, he he knew what was going on, and, and he said to everyone he was going to go in. He was on the guest list. He was going to go in, find out what's going on, and do his best to turn it around and and get us all in. Um, he never achieved that, but I never forgot that you know the bloke actually came back out to tell us that sorry, he did his best. Um, they won't change their mind. We ain't getting in. Now, I think most geezers in that situation would have thought, nah, fuck it, stay in there. you know. But the bloke was decent enough to come back outside and say to us, look, I tried my best, you know, but they ain't having it. And I've never forgotten that, you know. What what a nice geezer. Anyway, um, as we all know, John Bradbury, a specials drummer, passed away just hours, I think, after Lemmy did, um, which was a real a real double whammy. Um, I've always, I always was a big specials fan. They ended up a bit, a bit naff, I know, and they were very left wing, I know, but a good band. And I'm going to play, in tribute to JB, I'm going to play my favourite specials track, Gangsters.
See, at the end of the day, when people pass away, you you kind of, all that politics stuff, all that fucking left-wing, right-wing stuff, all sort of, it gets forgotten about for a bit, and rightly so. I, I know, I know we live our lives based on what our politics and our beliefs are, um, but at the end of the day, life is short, and you know, just because of somebody's politics, you shouldn't hate somebody because of their politics. You know, yeah, by all all means, be annoyed by them if their politics are really fucking stupid, but you know, you should never. I mean. Look Look at Lemmy, right, an avid collector of SS Nazi stuff. I mean, if he was a skinhead, then he would have been crucified as a Nazi. But he never was. Everyone knows that Lemmy wasn't a fanatical Nazi. He just collected Nazi stuff, you know. Uh, it's, it's like Suggsy was, um, he was mates with Ian Stewart. And everyone knows Suggsy's not a Nazi. Well, shock horror... I was sort of mates with Ian Stewart back in the day. You know, I, I knew him for a while. He kipped on me sofa once. Uh, we went to a few parties together. Uh, you know, we went, to, we went to see him at the Under Club a few times, Screwdriver, and just the way it was back then, different times. You know, I think virtually everyone, at the time when I was at those Screwdriver, um, those Under Club gigs um, at Oxford Street, uh, I, I didn't know that, that many people that I know now, you know, in the scene. And it turns out everyone was there. I, I, there was a few I recognised, and, uh, you know, I ain't going to name anyone. It's, that's not for me to say, but virtually everyone was there. And all I'm, all I'm going to say is that uh, Lemmy, um, on hearing of Ian Stewart's death, was, you know, he, he was respectful enough to, to say some respectful words. And that's, that's the attitude everyone should take, really. You know, um, so... The, the fact that John Bradbury was probably very left-wing and in a left-wing band, it doesn't matter. He, the music he played made a difference to my life. And so that's the way it is. It, and, and does music cross political boundaries? Yeah, I suppose it does, if it's good enough. And it doesn't try and ram it down your throat, which the specials did sometimes, or they did later on more so. Um, anyway, that's all I'm going to say about all that. Dark and miserable stuff. It's it's 2016, new page. Let's hope that we don't lose quite so many this year. Anyway, I'm going to play a couple more skinhead reggae tracks. Um, I'm going to start off with Clancy Eccles, uh, who he died in 2005, um, and he's the man who is supposed to have invented the word or the term for the music reggae which he took from a slang, a Jamaican slang word for a loose woman called Strege. Is that true? I don't fucking know. Uh, he was a militant socialist, <laughs> a real a real left-wing campaigner, but he did some shit-up music, and he had a great voice. And I'm going to play one of, or if not, my all-time favourite Clancy Eccles track, and this is, uh, well, it goes by a couple of names. It's... I've seen it um, bagaboo. Uh, I've seen it bagaboo in brackets, don't brag, don't boast. And I've seen it don't brag, don't boast. So take your pick. This is Clancy Eccles. (laughs) 
Don't you brag and don't you boast. Grief comes for those who brag the most. Why you crummy, you crummy for true? Why are you acting like a vagabond? When you work down, I help you out. Now reach the top, you don't remember that. Why you crummy, you crummy for true? Why are you acting like a vagabond? When you hear the speech, I know you'll move your feet. You'll begin to wonder, can you upset the speech? I'm the originator of the latest phrase. I am the king of the record. I know my music sweet. Don't you brag and don't you boast. Grief comes to those who brag the most. Why you crummy, you crummy the truth? Why are you acting like a vagabond? Well, I'm going to play uh, from a man that needs no introduction. It's Derek Morgan, and this is his version of the tune that uh, Max Romeo did called Wet Dream. Uh, I definitely prefer this version of it, or Derek Morgan's take on it. This is Derek Morgan. I love you. Thank you. 
to our last tune unfortunately which I don't know if I'll do this indefinitely um, but for the time being the play out tune is going to be a well I say a roots track more like a, a later reggae track um, I'm going to play you a Bob Marley tune uh, he, again he did a lot of good stuff a, a lot a lot, of, a lot of Bob Marley stuff uh, th- this is one of his uh, less commercial songs a little bit dark around the edges I think it's a great tune uh, I just want to say um, to all the, all those out there giving the Skinhead Bunker a listen and enjoying it and, and keep coming back uh, thanks so much for the support um, it's it's given me a right G up and I'm going to keep doing this for a while because it's good fun and, and if people are listening to it then I'm happy to keep doing it. So thanks, everyone. Uh, I'll, I'll see you soon. This is Bob Marley, Concrete Jungle. Mm-hmm. 